Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Welcome to Concussion Doc Pockets. This episode, 112, I'm with Melanie... Dane Van Holden. I, I messed up again, but uh, do you want to chip in and say what your, your real name is? Melanie Van Holden. right? Anyway, uh, yes, well, so I'll be talking to Melanie Van Holden in a second. And, uh, but first, I'll stop, I'll stop for a word of my sponsor, Head Check Health. Concussion Talk Podcast is presented by Head Check Health. Head Check Health bridges the gaps in concussion care through simple, powerful technology. To our organizations like the Canadian Football League, Track Factory Racing, the Canadian Junior Hockey League, Eastern Washington University, and Volleyball Canada, who rely on HeadShake Health to improve communication and optimize care. Visit HeadShakeHealth.com for more. Okay, now I want to say I, I knew I'd mess that name up. It's not, really, not a very complicated name, it's just pronunciation. Although, it's not, there's not no one of those names to call that way, it won't be. So, uh, but anyway, um, we were talking before about uh, you, you, you have your own podcast as well, but also, but you started that because you had a concern, very severe concussion yourself. And so do you want to just tell us about how, when when, and where did you get your concussion? Your, yeah, your sure, of course. Yes. Um, I sustained my concussion back in 2012. So I was, uh, I had just graduated university. And I just started a traineeship at a Dutch corporation. And um, one day I was cycling back from home, uh, sorry, from work to home. And while I was doing that, um, I had an accident with my bike. So I had this little um, basket in front of my bike where I put stuff in. I've, I've, and... seen, I've seen pictures of Amsterdam paintings of <laughs> <laughs> women on bikes yeah. with the whole basket in front. <laughs> yeah. It was exactly that, was it? Uh, well, no, it was. Um, I, I think those are more solid. So the yeah. problem was that mine was quite like it wasn't of good quality. So it was just, okay. it was like those ones are with crates, the yeah. ones you see mostly in the pictures. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but mine um, was just fixed with one, like I think aluminum, um, I don't know what you call it, like a yeah. not even True. a bolt. Yeah. Yeah. 
hook or something. Yeah. And I always put a lot in it because they are very practical. <laughs> um, but um, what happened was that in the end, it went down. So it was loaded too um, heavily all the time and it, it, it bent down and then it started pressuring my, my headlamp. And well, in the end, I didn't notice this process, but in the was end, it darker? No, no, no. It's just like 4.30 in the afternoon or so okay. after work okay. um, uh, or 5.30. <laughs> I think yeah, 4.30 no, no, is a bit early. Not important. But um, it was light. It was summer. And um, then it's so my headlamp uh, broke off because of this pressure. And then it flipped in between of my spokes of the front wheel. And so my front wheel uh, blocked and then I was launched forward over my steer and I landed on my hands and my knees on the street and then everything happened. So um, a lot of uh, experiences happened at the same time. So for example, um, the first thing that I remember was that some, there was this, just this very sharp pain inside my head, inside my skull. I I would, I always describe it as it felt like a pin pierced my head. I, it sounds gross, yeah. but it's just the way it felt. And it was cold and hard. And um, then my, I couldn't see. So everything turned black. And I, this high-pitched ringing started in my ears. So all of these sensations came over me. And it was really, um, I don't know, it took a long while in my experience, but in hindsight, I've of course thought back to this moment a lot. And yeah. in hindsight, I think it was only maybe 30 minutes, uh, sorry, 30 seconds or 90 seconds stops uh, that all of this happened. And yeah. someone grabbed me off the street because of course I wasn't safe. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I, I felt his hands, but I just couldn't hear him. I, I heard a sound, but I couldn't understand words. I couldn't see anything. Everything was black. I still had this tone in my ears. Um, it was a really, really strange experience. I'll bet. Yeah. So, so I mean, so you did you know you hit your head or you just thought I fell off my bike and they hurt my head? Did you hurt anything else? Like in, uh, well, I had or... a whiplash. Okay. Yeah. So it was the whiplash movement that my um, body made. And actually, I didn't even hit my head. So okay. this is a very important thing that I always tell people because yeah. I also thought this. And that's why I just drove on afterward. Yeah. I thought I had to hit my head in order to have a concussion. So yeah. it never occurred to me that I have one. Yeah. Um, but it was because of this whiplash movement that my brain was smashed into my skull, as a matter of fact. And that's how you can also get a concussion. Exactly, that's a pretty good point. So, uh, so, so, did you, your when you you rode just rode straight home, right? And then you said, yeah. And heard you another podcast say you just went to bed then and woke up the next day and continued on, continued on like normal, basically. Yes. Yeah, I thought it was all a nightmare, literally. So I went to bed because I was, I was so tired. I could just sleep. Well, there was also this first sign that something was wrong because I would never sleep at six. A.M. Uh, P.M. Sorry, yeah. um, but then the next morning I thought, okay, I'll just go to work, yeah. and um, I didn't notice anything wrong. So I just got dressed, I packed my bag, and then I went outside to get onto my bike, and that's when my body froze. So my body knew something was wrong, but 
I didn't oh. know in my mind. So yeah. I froze and I I was crying and I was panicking and I was like, what's mm-hmm. happening? Why is my body yeah. doing this? But it was just protecting me because um, yeah, in fact, it I think it registered the bike as danger in that moment. Yeah, yeah right. So so as to be, how long was it for you actually went from say work to hospital? Did you go from home to hospital or when did you actually see a doctor? Well, it was only one and a half weeks later. That was oh. when I noticed first that something was wrong. Yeah. It's strange, huh? Yeah. Uh, now I know it's not strange, but back then I thought yeah, it was strange. Yeah, definitely it just feels <laughs> where it's like you can't remember what you did, but you posited yesterday or that morning. Yeah. And you're like, that's weird. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was just that um, in the days after, I was just laughing with colleagues like I did something stupid again. <laughs> I always yeah. do these yeah. things. So it was just like one of those things that I was being clumsy. Um, but then in a week or so, after a week or so, I noticed things crumbling so I couldn't concentrate people were annoying me I was never annoyed um, I couldn't stand the noise in the in the office I couldn't look at my screen which was just too bright yeah. even if I had it in dark mode which wasn't dark mode back then yeah. <laughs> ancient times ancient but, times um... <laughs> 2014 or whatever it was 2012 <laughs> 2012 it was like uh, widescreen but darkest mode yeah. possible uh, so all of these things started to happen to me and I couldn't, I didn't know what was wrong, but in the end I couldn't do my work. And that was a trigger for me that I needed to ch- go check with a doctor. Right. And what, what did, what did they tell you when you went to see a doctor first time 10 days after your injury? Yeah. Um, it was my GP and he said that I probably had a concussion from the fall. It was the only thing that we could relate it to. How long, um, how long did it take you to get to get to realize that you got to do a vaccine? What did you do? You're like, well, I 10 days ago, I fell off, fell off my bike. Or did you get there by saying, well, yesterday I went for a run or I did yoga or whatever. Or I may have done something, but I don't know what. Yeah, that's a good question. I actually don't really remember because that time yeah and especially the time after that i oftentimes i really didn't know what was happening to me everything went just too fast and too much but i figured that he asked the right questions so that i realized that that was the thing that went wrong right yeah and um but then his, uh, yeah, he, I, I also checked my medical report. I also uh, shared that with others later on. So in the medical report, it very clearly says um, diagnosis, concussion, advice, rest. Okay. And so he told me to rest and, um, and, and just uh, cancel my work appointments, go home and uh, uh, stay in bed and well, do nothing. And when uh, sorry, sorry. No, sorry. Go ahead. Keep that. Uh, I, I, I wanted to say which wasn't the advice that people uh, should generally listen to that I should have listened to, but back then I didn't know better, and um, a lot of doctors also didn't know all of the things that would come out in research later on, of course. Um, but um, that wasn't the best advice that uh, I could have followed. So, so what were your symptoms? Your just symptoms that you really noticed now are very difficult. Well, so many. Um, 
Well, my initial symptoms mostly were uh, concentration was number one. Yeah. So I, I had always been able to rely on my brain. It was yeah. my whole life. Everything I did was built on more, 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 more. I could always study yeah. more. I could always work more. I could always yeah. just build everything around my brain and I could yeah. do it. Yeah. And then it didn't work anymore. Yes. So um, that was a very clear symptom for me. And then also I, I had these episodes of uh, dizziness slash vertigo. I don't know exactly where it was in the spectrum, but yeah. um, I could just stand and I would have the feeling that I, I was falling over. So then I would fall over because I would grab for yeah, things. Yeah. Right. And, I've had that. Um, yeah, that too. Uh, well, I mean, my balances, I'm, I'm very unsteady and uh, I'm not very unsteady, but I'm very young. Well, I was very unsteady, I'm just unsteady. <laughs> and, uh, mm-hmm. and, uh, but that was a long time ago. But I do find it around now and I'll like, walk around the corner or something like that and I'll be walking one leg and all of a sudden I'll be like, stop, I'll, like, I'll stop for no reason. I'll be like, but the, well, I, don't, I don't feel very steady and I Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, that's a, that's a good way of dealing with it because it is actually dangerous if you don't yeah. feel steady. Uh, yeah. So um, one of the other things that I also uh, had was that I had trouble finding words. So now again, I can speak and I can yes. find my words, but back then I- You could... find Dutch, Dutch words, and it's not necessarily, and you can find English words as well as Dutch words. That's impressive. <laughs> I don't know. Like I told you before, I don't know any Dutch. So I can find English words, but just so yeah. I just saw those in them. But, but now, but I still can't find Dutch words. So. <laughs> but you haven't learned. Your brain is able to do that. <laughs> yes, <it is. laughs> As you know. <laughs> yeah. No, that's unfair because we grow up hearing English, of course. You yeah. never heard Dutch, probably. Yeah. Well, um, no? Or you mm-hmm. have? I've heard it, but just I think I never, never lived in Amsterdam or Holland or the Netherlands or if we went to college. Where have you been? There. Sorry? Have you been? I ne- never, never been there. No, mm. I'm kind of, I've been to Ireland, but never, never like main, mainland Europe. No, okay. Yeah. So that's something that could be done exactly. later on in life. Definitely, <laughs> shake it up with that. I mean, what's that mean? Nothing. So it was actually now guess COVID is happening, but you know, hmm. in general. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So mm-hmm. sorry, you're saying you just told fine words. Yeah. So I, uh, that was also something that was really hard for me because before I could always use my words to achieve things. And yeah. then I, um, and I wasn't able to communicate well anymore. So this wasn't only a problem, for example, in work, uh, with work, but also in normal life, like arranging things that I needed in that moment, medical yeah. help, yeah. support from others, but also going to do groceries, anything was a problem now because I had this Thank not you. inability, but this confusion. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Communication, confusion, I think. Yes. Yeah. And then um, also a side effect of that was that I lost confidence. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Because of that. That's a big one. Yeah. What, when did you decide you needed to you, you check out you need to make a change? And how did your mind basically that leads to how did your mindset change or did your mindset change at all? And uh, and yeah, what else was it here? 
But when did you realize? What did you realize you need to do? When did you realize you need to do something for yourself to help yourself? Something different than just going resting, and, and uh, yeah, that's it. That's um, that's a very that's a very good question. Um, so I, I hear two questions, and the last one yeah, is yeah. very. The answer to that is very literal to me. So you oh, said, yeah. when did I uh, learn that I needed to help myself? Right. Yeah. Yeah. And that's. To me, that's when I learned that no one was going to do it for me. In the beginning, yeah. I was so passive about my recovery. Yeah. And that was, I've forgiven myself for that because how yeah. could I know what I should have done? Yeah. Um, plus, the doctors were always telling me that recovery was achieved because of passive behavior, like rest, yeah. wait and see. Uh, yeah. avoid stimuli and um, in the end this didn't yield anything else than that my entire life almost my entire life just fell away and my identity even eroded and um, I had trouble remembering who I was and what I wanted to do with my life all of my mm -hmm. dreams they weren't worth nothing anymore because I couldn't even live a part of that in my yeah. my daily life. Yeah. And um, in the end, that left me in such a place that I realized that the only one who's going to change it, even though other ones would have so much wanted to help me and other ones were trying didn't, to didn't know. help me, how could they have known? Yeah. Even I didn't know, but I still knew a little bit more because I was experiencing it, but yeah. they didn't have an idea as well and they, they couldn't have. So that's when I realized that I needed to be the one to change everything. And if I wanted to change it, I needed to, I needed to make it my highest goal in life at that moment. So, so that's what, when everything. So what, what did you do then? What did you realize? When you realized, oh, yeah, I need to, I need to do this and do exchange. What did you, what did you actually do? Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? 
helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Yes. So the, the most important things that I realized, and they were based on everything that I did wrong in the beginning, yeah. <laughs> is that instead of um, passive, I needed active recovery. And active recovery involved a lot of lifestyle changes, um, involved um, conscious and consistent habit training, but also a lot of um, well-controlled brain training uh, exercises, but also uh, whole programs that I all all incorporated and and um, improved upon over time, and that entire package is, in the end, what helped me recover. And it was you can't just it's not like a magic pill, right? You've also experienced this probably. So yeah. there are a lot of aspects that come with it, and that, it took me, I think, three four years. Yeah. in order to figure all of it out and then after five years five years after my recovery i started feeling only then that everything came together and that's that's very interesting because a lot of doctors uh, told me and are i hear others um saying this as well that they have been told this as well that brain injury after two years can't recover i heard that yeah but i heard that too that isn't yeah. true yeah. no it's not <laughs> i did it more than five years after yeah. injury and, um, but the, the, the most important thing is that it didn't have to take this long. Had I known everything that I had learned it would have been faster. And that's why in the end, I, I created the Cure My Concussion course. So the course that I made, and that's yeah. where I bundled all of these things, all of these aspects in there. So strategy, but also tools, everything. I was trying to literally get the camera, the video feed just kind of sped up one second or doing that thing with the hands. It's a little flurry of the hands, but I mean, that's uh, for Freddie and I to laugh at. It was not as conceited, but um, uh, yeah. So, so, so that was so that, you just, that was your your, your top, cure magnesium course. But uh, you also have this life yana. Is that your that your your whole program or your whole guess not company? What is it? What is it? What is it? It's a it's a charity yeah, so, or an so, organization. Yeah, so. Yes. Yes, organization. So um, um, back when I, at that lowest point, when I realized that I needed to make the change because uh, otherwise nothing really would happen, yeah. I uh, really felt this need because of, at that moment, I, had, I felt like I had lost almost everything about who I was before. Yeah. And I wanted no one that I could um, have an influence on or impact on to go through the same thing. So in that moment, I felt this very strong drive not to do it just for me, but to then after I recovered, come back and help others who, who are going through the same. That was so, like, it just came automatically. It's, just, yeah. it's not me, it's all of us. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> we have to change this. We have to change what's going on. And that, 
a lot of doctors don't know what's going on for us and all the side effects and everything. So that's when I knew that I was going to do this. And then now it's like six years later, now it's here. That's great. And yeah, and um, I just, I could, of course, uh, I, I wanted to do, make it into a, an organization where I could do this from. And um, I was looking for a name and that's when Live Yana came up because uh, Yana is in American, it's an acronym for you are not alone, which okay. is my most important message. Yeah. And also I'm always studying uh, Buddhism and Yana oh. is also um, a Buddhistic term, which represents so much as um, vehicle, a vehicle that helps you on your road. That's a bit, bit of yeah. a rough translation, yeah. 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 but I, I would like to help people on their roads to recovery. Nice. So that's how that all yeah. that came to be. And Laviana is just, it's just a name, but the whole idea is to help people learn from my lessons and to help them recover faster. Oh, no, I think that, that's, that's, I think that's amazing. It's great because you put it all in one spot because I know even like as many people as I've talked to this and I, and even now, mind you, it was almost, was 19 years ago, almost 19, almost 19 years ago. And, uh, mm -hmm. And and then like, I read an passage from my physio who was just had just a course in just a course in Chicago, and uh, I was up in St. John's in Canada. But but she was uh, she did she had a course you know, like three or four or a few months before. But um, there was a it's like the the neuroplasticity, which I know you talked to the doctor on your on your podcast about neuroplasticity. She mentioned that to me, and I learned bit about it but she did you know but it was more just interesting she also did a course on it she's more interested she's an amazing physiotherapist but um and also the uh, like the habit change you said is important and i and i interviewed uh this woman also uh was last last year last spring or two springs ago no yeah yeah anyway we laughed a while ago and uh and she does she does in Canada, a small town, well, not small town, but smaller than Ontario towns. So it's bigger than the town here. But uh anyway, uh, she does she does the habit training, habit coaching, or that sort of thing. She had a brain to herself and she does she thinks that habit habit training, habit habit by pricing your habits is just an essential part. And you learn about learning habits and learn and train your brain and train your brain is something that I definitely heard a lot of. So I think that's important just to learn how to train your brain and uh and they put it all in one spot it's just amazing and uh mm -hmm. but you also to help you help your you out with your your mind not necessarily brain you do you also do yoga and practice for read study buddhism so when did you start with that That's what well um yoga i started back when i was recovering so about I think half a year after I sustained my injury, my roommate came to me and said, well, I have this yoga teacher and I think she should go. It's perfect for you. I was like, yoga, yeah. <laughs> I'm not <Yeah>. for that, <laughs> yeah. uh, not for me. Yeah. <laughs> and um, she asked again and asked again. And then I said, okay, I will go. Yeah. And um, that was partly because in my rehab program back at the time, there was also a mindfulness training so i had already oh, yeah. uh, tasted a little bit about it and it was very calming so yeah. then i went and since then i've been hooked 
So and you, and you teach it so now, too. You teach yes. it. So what type of yoga do you teach? Um, well, my, um, what do you call it? Like training was for uh, vinyasa, so okay. very active form. But my uh, lessons are more, I call them often slow flow. So it's, like it is it. active, but very much listening to your body, having time to respond to what's going on. Doing that, doing that for almost almost 10 years now this will be this will be 10 years 2012 was when your connection was this is 10 years so you're doing be, yoga yes yeah uh, and yeah so that that's again that's also i i love it. and so where did this buddhism come from did it come from your when you started taking yoga or mindfulness training did you did uh, what, you get into buddhism then or did you always have a different buddhism um you said, I'm sorry, I didn't really. Oh, sorry. Uh, asked you, when Buddhism, you asked about, yeah, right? Yeah, basically, yes. just, 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 I'll trick it enough to know. Yes. Um, so, the interest in Buddhism, um, I think, yeah, it's, it's a mixed influence, but uh, of course, uh, yoga already triggered a little bit. Yeah. Um, then um, I was learning. So, about 2015 16 17 something like that i started looking into trauma recovery and healing um psychological healing i mean and um that's when i figure i found all of these pieces all pushing me toward buddhism like you have a books about self-compassion for example just in mm. general from what yeah. western scientists and i would read a book by the dalai lama about joy for example and that's yeah, i read the one too with desmond tutu the book of joy yes tutu and the dalai lama, yeah it's yeah. my favorite book <laughs> <laughs> you know it oh it's wonderful it, yeah, yeah. Uh, how did you like it Oh, that was great. I mean, I, I, I don't know if it's favorite, favorite book, but it's definitely, it's definitely an amazing book. It's not generally yes. just how I read, but it's, yeah, it was, a, it was mm. a miracle. It's just fun, just a, just nice, just give you a nice feeling. Just to, so yes, exactly. So that's that was very helpful. But all of these things are, were pointing me toward okay, study Buddhism, study Buddhism. What's, and then I thought, okay, I'm going to study Buddhism. So then I found uh, Thich Nhat Hanh, who recently yeah, right. uh, died, uh, passed away. But um, he taught me a lot about Buddhism, and I'm still studying to this day because he's such yeah. a great teacher in his books. Great. Well, geez, that's that's it's an incredible story, and uh, thank you so much for sharing it. Um, and we're interested to do your podcast now in a minute. I went up after we finish after we finish this, obviously. So uh, we'll have to just stay on, stay on after. But first, before I say goodbye, officially, just to talk about your uh, your website, your face, your social media, your YouTube, whatever. Where can people yes. find you? Yeah, where people can find us. So, for example, uh, uh, especially on uh, liveyana.com. So that's the website, and um, liveyana. Yes, L-I- exactly. Okay. L I F E Y A N A. Wow, okay. that went well in English. <laughs> it did well. It was very much. Dot com, and uh, that's where people can find uh, blog posts, for example, but also uh, download free materials and find the American Concussion course if they are interested. 
And um, also uh, on Instagram and Facebook, it's uh, at this is Liviana. And then, of course, Concussion Stories uh, is the name of our podcast, which um, you can find on uh, almost every channel that you want to search on. Oh, so. great. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what to say? We're going to say we're going to find your podcast like online. Yeah. <laughs> somewhere. <laughs> so, is there underneath there somewhere? Yeah. So, <laughs> hey, well, we, we'll talk very, very shortly. And, and uh, so, thank you so much. And uh, thank you very for listening. And I'm uh, not sure when the next podcast will be out. This will be out on February 7th. So February 8th, this one will be out. This one, today is February 8th. This is listening to it on today, it's at least. And that one actually will be out on February 15th after this. So uh, for, so thank you so much for listening and and great seeing you. And, and obviously I'll talk to you soon, Only. And uh, thank you so yes. much, Nick. Thank you. <laughs> Music at the beginning of this podcast is by Ben Sound, www.bensound.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.